Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDW, we get that migrating your business to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDW's experts can help you simplify the transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell Technologies solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Tech. Like someone that's like, why, my car is 20 years old. I do need a, to extend the warranty, right, exactly. even though it never had a warranty. <laughs> so I know what you're saying. Yeah. So it make, I mean, it makes sense on like a really Machiavellian level. Yeah. I mean, that's what like the Nigerian print stuff is all about, too. Yeah. It, it's like it's so unbelievable that it's going to weed out anyone that might catch on. Mm-hmm. Like it's only only the most gullible people. <laughs> Welcome to the Brother Broadcast Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. As always, brother is the only sibling you'll ever need discussing life's most important things in the least important way. Today, I'm joined by my guest, reclusive wretch Hogan. Hello. Very reclusive. Super reclusive. He's not even actually here. He's in a bunker, (laughs) and he's phoning in. Um, We don't have Tanner today, uh, just because Tanner's off making some other content that I'm sure we're all excited to see. And as we head into the holiday season, we're going to talk about the opposite of good tidings and cheer. Loneliness. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're going to talk about loneliness and what to do about it. And uh, Hogan, you wrote this one. so I did. So I'm not going to like... I'm going to defer to you on some stuff because... You probably have it fresh in your brain, but and because I'm lonely, and because you're super lonely, <laughs> like if I had a nickel for every time Hogan has called me up crying, <laughs> I'd have five nickels, five whole nickels, five nickels. That's twenty five cents, folks. <laughs> I can almost buy one tenth of a pack of gum. <laughs> uh, so just start off. Uh, when do you feel the most lonely, and what do you do about it? I feel like it's not even. I don't know. I guess I feel the most lonely when it's like, I feel like it's when you see people on social media that are your friends that are like with your other friends doing stuff. Is that loneliness or do you just feel left out? And yeah, because I like, guess I feel like the short term is like left out versus, but if you see it like every weekend, I guess. Well, let's talk about, okay, maybe we should talk about first what we mean by loneliness. Okay, let's do it. Because your definition here is loneliness is the state of distress or discomfort that results when one perceives a gap between one's desires for social connection and actual experiences of it. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is a very dry clinical way to describe loneliness. And you know psychologists, they're the most fun. Yeah, (laughs) they're always having, they're just having ragers all the time. Like, let's write a paper about loneliness. Um, To me, loneliness is just it's like this feeling of like an absence you know like you want it's the desire to be around people right you're not yeah exactly and you're not and i feel like it's also aligned with like hopelessness i guess where you're like you are you honestly feel like no one wants to hang out with you and you can't do anything about it well that feel that to me is even like a further step right you can be lonely and it's not at that point yet yeah that's true to me that describes something that's urgent (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's like you need to hang out with someone soon uh because for me yeah it's just that it's 
because there's alone time. In fact, there's times when I quite enjoy being alone. Right, exactly. Where I'm just like, you know what? I just, I get, you know, six hours to myself. What a treat. Right, exactly. I and can I, watch all the movies I've been meaning to watch. And that's like, I mean, but it's, but that's, you're choosing solitude versus like wanting to hang out with somebody and no one's <laughs> around. You're choosing solitude versus solitude choosing you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, actually, that's a perfect way to describe it. It's like you want to hang out with somebody, but there's nothing, there's, it's not. There's no one to hang out with. Right, exactly. Either because you don't have friends or your friends are occupied and you're just, you've been wanting to hang out so long. Right. I think that there, it, there's a length of time that it becomes loneliness versus just being by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, uh, it's something that builds up. Right. It's not like <laughs> if you're like... When we part ways, I'm not instantly going to feel lonely. Or I shouldn't. Maybe some people do. But I'm I'm not going to. Usually about 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, when do we get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different thing altogether. <laughs> but uh, all right. So then, because me personally, I don't like my life right now. I don't feel lonely. You have too many people around. I, well, I don't want to say too many people. I want to say I have a lot to do. <laughs> I have a lot of I have a lot of obligations and I have a lot of people that I'm constantly around. So there's not a time when I would think I'd have to be alone for like days before yeah. I was started to get lonely. And well, that just is not happening. Right. And like and days where you're literally like it's not moping around, but you're just walking around and you're like it's as if you're listless. Right, exactly. You don't have anything to do. Right. There's exactly. nothing to occupy you. So then if you do get lonely what do you do about it um what's your go-to probably talk to like talk to somebody in my family i feel like just call someone up on the phone yeah just reach out and touch someone i think you got to reach out and touch someone i mean that that's a good point yeah i uh, people i feel like are more accessible now than they ever have been so it's really easy to just reach out to someone even just a text and be like hey how's it going right exactly what's up yeah, how's it going? What what's going on in your life? Let's start a conversation because I'm lonely, but I'm not going to say that. I'm yeah, exactly. Because you never go to someone and say, "Hey, I'm calling," and they're like, "Oh, it's good. Well, how's it going with you?" And it's like, "I'm just lonely." <laughs> and then you're then the other person's like, hmm. "So you just, you just want to chat?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Oh, well, I'm driving." <laughs> Actually, that's the perfect time to talk to someone that's when you're true. driving. Long road trip. I usually I'll, I'll call people like when I'm. If I'm driving, yeah, you drive to Phoenix a lot, and that's six hours. Right. If I if I alone in there, and I'm done with listening to music or a podcast, and I no, call hell, someone. even if there's someone in the car with you, it's like you buy. No, I'm busy. I don't care. I'm I don't, calling. I don't find you very interesting, so I'm going to call someone. <laughs> I need someone outside of this car to talk to, because all you're going to talk about is the, the stuff that's around us. Right. <laughs> all the stuff we're seeing. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the landscape anymore. Uh, actually, on the way out to Phoenix, if you ever driven out at night, you know that. Sh- or maybe it's on the 40. I don't know. There's like this, these lights you see way off in the distance, and it's like some plant, but you can see it from like... Wait, it's, it's a light? It's a bunch of lights. It's this, It's like a processing oh, plant. Oh, I thought you said a plant like a... Like a no, that'd, like be, very, a that'd be weird. That'll go to our Aliens podcast that yeah. we're doing. Um, okay, but then, so that definition I gave, like kind of what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like that's accurate, that it's... It's a perceived gap between one's desires for social connection and actual experience of it, or a hundred percent. I think it's definitely like the, um, what is the? It's like that. 
you want something there. It's expectations versus reality. Yeah. And expecting that there's going to be something there versus, like, you know, what what actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a very clinical, dry way to describe it, but, yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> That's what exactly. loneliness is. There's, there's... And it's hard to... Because I think it honestly is, like, a lot of, like, the... Um, uh, where you see it so much, where it is on social media. I think that that has created, like, a whole new world of it. A different kind of loneliness? Yeah, because I think that... Is that, like, a loneliness where you're surrounded by people and you're still lonely? Right. I think that you're, you're, we're more connected than ever, but we're also, like, further apart. Yeah. It's like the connections are more superficial. Right, exactly. Because you're only showing people the, the highlights. Right, and if you scroll through Instagram, you're like... Wait, these people are having so much more fun than me, but you realize, like, maybe they're just posting more. And they're, like, hanging out with other people more. Well, it's not necessarily that, but it's they're, they're posting more and you're getting, like, wow, I'm so far behind. I'm on social. What's happening? I don't have, I don't have any friends. Yeah, it's the hits. Right. That's what, that's what I don't like about social media is that it's just people playing the hits. And it's, it makes it less substantive. Absolutely. So it's, like, it's hollow. Yeah. Wow. That got really, really depressing. Um. So then social isolation is a significantly increases a person's risk of premature death from all causes, a risk that may rival those of smoking, obesity, and physical inactivity. This mm-hmm. is according to the CDC. Uh, well, that's scary. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes sense. Well, I mean, I, I feel like it's, it's like those are all physical things, and this is like a mental thing. It's kind of like heartbreak where you're like, you know the you know the the couples that are ninety nine years old and one dies and the other one dies like two days later, it's like you're just like done. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you you lost your your partner in crime, um, but also like social isolation, like some I feel like people that do it by choice, like a hermit. Mm-hmm. I don't think this necessarily applies to them, but mm-hmm. then again. Of hermits not listening to this right now, right? <laughs> or maybe true. they are. And maybe have, they're working it into their manifesto. We have our brother, uh, or not? Yeah, our brother hermit listeners. Yeah, deep, uh, deep in the woods. Don't worry, your episode's coming up, hermits. Brother's <laughs> guide to hermits. Uh, we'll really get into the the nitty gritty of why you're alone and building that bomb. But <laughs> Ted, <laughs> man, he had a shack out in the middle of nowhere. Um, well, and I think that humans are tribal. Like, yeah, beings. I feel like. A, and I mean, all this is to say that, like, yes, there's social media. Yes, we're more reachable than ever. But that doesn't mean that people are less isolated. Right. In fact, I think it can even be the opposite because it's this it's like a mirage. It's like this illusion that there's all these people around you. So then you aren't seeking out like the deeper connections. And right. then so like we said, you can be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. And yeah. I feel like that's probably gotten worse. Well, isn't that like uh, her? That movie? The movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Is that what that movie's about? Well, I mean, it's about him trying to find romance in this isolated world and finding connection. I thought it was just that he was, like, lazy, and so he wanted to have sex with a robot. <laughs> okay. Because it was easier. Maybe, maybe I missed the point. Maybe we, we uh, landed on different things there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I was just like, wow, that's a sexy robot. Um, <laughs> she's a sexy voice. It was Scarlett Johansson's voice. Sexy voice. Sexy um, voice. So, you also put on here that increased likelihood of dementia, heart problems, depression, anxiety, and suicide. Suicide, I get, 
anxiety I get, um, depression I get, the dementia and heart problems. I don't. Well, I feel like dementia, you kind of, if you're by yourself constantly, it's those people that from high school that are still posting to Facebook. Yeah. That are just like, you don't know what's going on in their life, but it's just like slowly but surely their posts are getting like weirder and weirder. (laughs) And you're like, there's got to be something off there. So I'm laughing because I I have not experienced that. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I have a friend that she's kind of gone off the rails, but I don't think it's out of loneliness. I think she just has like something wrong but they're but like i don't know it's the people and there's no interaction on the posts yeah either. well yeah what are you going to say to that well that's what i mean they're getting there's no one that's like so then they're even more isolated right i think they've kind of done it to themselves but it's like they've they're like does anyone else think that those chocolate bunnies at easter should be orange right exactly and, and you're like, like that's uh, kind of a weird take yeah it's like it's the middle of june <laughs> i get it if it's like close to easter uh yeah but, well, like, dementia and heart problems, it's interesting to me because I feel like it's not that loneliness is going to create heart problems or dementia. It's just that if you're alone and you're lonely, that it's less likely they're going to ever get identified. Yeah, like true. when it Like, if it's a small problem, it's not going to get identified because, like, you're going to have an issue and there's no one there to say, hey, are you okay? Right. Which, oh, that's scary, too. Yeah, and I think that that – and it just gets, like – I think that you emotionally, it's crazy how it affects our body, yeah. like our physical body. Yeah. How much our brains can just physically affect us. Right. Well, it's the biggest, you know, it's the biggest uh, computer. Yeah, it's the biggest computer. Never mind all those computers that take up entire rooms <laughs> or server farms. Your brain is the biggest computer. World's no, I was going to say it's like the most complex right. thing. Uh well, okay, so all that being said, and we talked about solitude versus loneliness a little bit, but all that being said, what do you do about it? You uh, said you said your go-to is that you'll just you'll reach out, you'll call someone, but yeah. let's say you don't have that option. Right. What and are you trying to do? I guess it's like, I was thinking about this, but it's like finding communities. I mean, right now, it's especially difficult to go out and like meet new people, but I think it's that- very difficult. That like if you can find an online community about like a hobby that you enjoy or something where where you're on a message board and instead of just reading or whatever you're actively posting and going on reddit or something like that and just like somehow being able to reach out and find somebody yeah that's a good one you you like find a community find a group find your people and online is weird and hard but i feel there's so many like um communities out there that you can definitely like have a conversation with somebody well even now like even in the world as it stands right now i feel like you could still find a social group it's just it's got it's going to be something outdoors right and so i'll say number one if you're feeling isolated and lonely the first thing you should do is go outside yeah i think a walk like even something as simple as a walk yeah go for a walk get fresh air get some exercise that's immediately it's it's a cliche, and I know that people are always like, "Well, if you're depressed, just exercise." And it's like that's not necessarily going to fix it, but it's not going to hurt. Right, exactly. And I understand that like the motivation for that's difficult, but it's like you gotta find motivation. Right, and and I get it. Like you can sink into a funk of this, just like this cycle of I don't know what I'm doing. No one likes me. What's happening? No, and, I never feel that way. <laughs> but I think that you can still like. You have to, to, like, be motivated enough to change it. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're not saying you let it's not real or anything like that, but that you just have to like you you can accept it and then say, okay, but what am I going to change? Yeah. How you do have I to feel fix like this? yeah that you have some measure of control over it? Right. Exactly. Not that you can fix it entirely necessarily. Not that you're like you can just through sheer will fix any problem. Right. But you can certainly like help you right can be on a path to help like what is what is the one baby step you're doing today yeah and my advice is always go outside but so to that point like finding a social group where it's outside like if right now you actually want to be around people you don't just want to talk to people online because maybe you're just doing zoom calls all the time which are terrible oh or well i mean they just they're exhausting and they're starting to do studies now that show that like zoom calls are actually more exhausting than if it was just an in-person meeting oh i bet uh but so you're tired if you're tired of like this digital communication find a group that's outside like you can go on a hike and stay away from people and mm -hmm. still spend time with people and right be around them and if you're you know unless you live i don't know mega city one <laughs> but then just go up the tower and go to the roof you know right even yeah new york city you can go up to empire state building i don't know how much that will be there's not really a it's huge probably closed a huge <laughs> club also, it's probably there. very cold. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is if you live in a cold climate place, I mean, there's seasonal depression too. Right. And that's because you start to feel isolated because it's cold outside and you can't go out and see well, people. Well, yeah, you, especially at that point, it's not like you can walk out and go to a, a bar or coffee shop. Yeah. What you shouldn't do is set something on fire and wait for people to show up to put out the fire. That is uh, never a good idea. No, because you're going to get in trouble for that. I would recommend against that. I highly recommend not setting something on fire and waiting for people to gather to either A, put out the fire, or B, gawk at the fire. Because those people aren't going to want to talk about anything but the fire. That's, that's just the truth. Um, Sorry to anybody who was thinking that. Yeah. If you were thinking that, don't think that. <laughs> That's a bad idea. And if you weren't thinking that, now you are. I'm sorry for putting it in your head. <laughs> so do you have any other advice for people feeling lonely? I mean, I think that we kind of covered it where it's like you you have to make the effort. Yeah. Because if you think about it, everybody around you, it's sad. But And sometimes people will reach out and say like, what's up? How are you? Blah, blah, blah. Especially in, this, in these times. But you also, if you are craving that contact, then you need to also step up and make that contact. Yeah, you can't. That's always. So there was a time when I felt lonely uh, right after I got divorced. I felt really lonely because I had a constant companion that was then gone. But my solution for that was, and maybe I went a little too far because I was going out like every night. Uh -huh. But like I reached out to people. I was like, let's hang out. We haven't hung out in a while. And I was like making an effort because I was right. like, I don't, if I don't want to feel this way, I have to do something about it. And that's not say, like you said, people will check in on you. But if you're feeling lonely, the best first thing you can do is reach out to people. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of, I guess that's where we landed. Reach yep. out to someone. Do you, Just do your best to make connections. Even if you yeah. don't know anybody and you have no family, I think you can still, like, figure out somehow, some way. Yeah. And if you're on the other side of it and you know people that you know tend to be isolated or get lonely, then yeah, go, you reach out. Like right. you make that effort because maybe they don't know that they're as isolated as they are, or you know, it's you know, a five-minute phone call can make yep. a huge difference. So absolutely true. Definitely reach out to people, no matter which side you're on. Right. All right. And on that uplifting note, we're gonna take a break. Yay.
My name is Scott McGrath. The day before my eighth birthday, I fell in a pile of fire ants and suffered significant wounds on over 70% of my body. Since that day, I have made a solemn vow to kill every insect on planet Earth. I hate them with the passion of a religious zealot. Speaking of religion, of all the biblical plagues, I hate the locust plague the most. And we're back. It's time to do our end bit. And this is Advise the Lonely Hearted. That's the name of this game that Hogan invented, which is really, he just pulled some people asking for advice off of Reddit, and we're going to give some advice. Perfect. Does that describe it accurately? Yes. Did I hit the nail on the head? And this is the world's most uh, exciting game show. Oh, advise the lonely hearted. And welcome back to Advise <laughs> the Lonely Hearted. Here's your host, Chris, Yay. and your co host, Hogan. Woo. We're here to tell you <laughs> what to do. What to do if you have a lonely heart. <laughs> All right, so the first one is how to be a good person. How can I make sure that the world will not turn me into angry person who tries to manipulate others to compensate for the love I did not get throughout my life? I mean, if I meet a great person who I want to be with, how can I make sure that my insecurities, pain, etc., won't affect it? This is user false fun seven four seven. That's a tough one. Well, my first thought would be get some therapy. That's if, a, that if you're having, a good one. If you're having, I mean, the secret to being a good person—it's the most cliched, stupidest thing. Treat other people how you want to be treated. It's very true. Like, period. It's so it's so simple. I would also say. Ask about them first. Yeah. Like Maybe you, they're angry and your anger will like mesh. But it's always best to like ask them the questions and you can, you know, just don't, you don't have to, to open up right away. Also just like any anger or insecurities you have, you just, you have to let them go. Well, that's why I'm saying maybe get therapy, but. No, that's true. You, like if you're angry or insecure about stuff and you think that's going to poison any relationship, first of all, not a great attitude to go into a relationship with. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I'm going to mess this up because <laughs> I don't I don't like people who wear green pants and she's always wearing green pants or That's a that's an interesting one to hold on to, but I get it. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> who knows what happened in your past? Uh And also, you're saying to who tries to manipulate others to compensate for the love you did not get throughout your life. Again, that's like that to me is a big red therapy flag. Like right. you should go to therapy and like sort out that issue. Yeah. You need to talk to someone about it. Right. So the answer is how to be a good person is treat other people how you want to be treated. Talk to them <laughs> and understand the person and and, and um, get some therapy. Yeah, look into talking to somebody. Get some therapy. All right. Next one. Hello, does anyone have tips on how not to feel lonely on birthdays? Thanks. This is user pillow twenty twenty. How to not feel lonely on your birthday. Uh, well, I don't know the specific reason why you would be lonely on your birthday. That's typically a time when you invite people. Throw a party. Yeah, throw a party or or call your your parents, any family you have, any uncles, aunts and uncles. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, I mean, and if you're talking about like in the world today and you don't want to invite people over, throw a Zoom party. I've gone to numerous Zoom birthday parties and yeah. it's fun. Play some Jackbox games. Exactly. It's a lot of fun. Even if it's only an hour. Yeah. That's not an, that's not too much time out of people's day. No, do it at, do it at like 8 p.m. Yeah. You know, because then someone's like, oh, I mean, they shouldn't be like super engaged at that point. If they have kids, the kids are probably asleep. Yep. Yeah. Throw a Zoom party. That's how you don't feel lonely on your birthday. Good call. Great call. <laughs> the best call. Okay. 
Next one. Is it wrong to seek constant attention from friends? I feel like I'm not included sometimes. Is it a bad thing to wish for constant attention from my friends? If it is wrong, how do I stop it? And this is storage melodic 8408. I feel like it's not a bad thing. Like there's definitely people that in that world that are like, they always want attention, but they also have their own lives. Friends have their own lives. I mean, is it wrong to seek constant? Like not morally, no. but it's, it'll just be obnoxious and that'll tend to drive people away. Right. I used to, uh, I always like a long, long time ago, like 20 years ago, I used to be like mad whenever I saw or heard that my friends were hanging out and I wasn't there with them. But then I was like, screw it. I don't like, why am I worried about that? Yeah. I can, I can, they're doing what they're doing and I'm just going like, I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't need like an invite every single time to every single thing. Yeah. I was going to, to address that. I feel like I'm not included sometimes. Sometimes you're not going to be included. Right. That's, that feeling is completely normal, but you can't do everything with everyone all the time. Yep. Like if you were invited to everything that your friends were doing, you, you'd have to split into like 10 different people. Right. So exactly. you just have to, that sounds like just super FOMO. Yeah. I don't, I think, and I, I get that cause you can see and you're like, well, wait, why uh, these are my close friends. Like why, why wasn't I invited? But then, then again, it's like, Hey, maybe this was thrown together at the last minute. And it's like, who, why do you don't care? Yeah. Just let it go. Reserve those feelings for when you were truly left out of something that you probably shouldn't have been. Yeah. True. But also, you know, you're not always going to get invited to everything. So try not to uh, get attention from your friends all the time. Well, try not to just – don't be obnoxious. I the way s- to stop it is to just, like, catch yourself when you're doing it. Right. And I would say try not to let it get to you. Yeah. Let it go. Breathe in, <laughs> breathe out. The sky's blue. The grass is green. All right. Next one, and I'm going to say this is the last one. Good call. All right. Trying to be social and get out more, but does anyone else constantly have people turn them down when you ask them to do stuff? I feel like you kind of just have to not be a pester, but every two or three weeks, if it's one, if it's the same person, then like around then. And then if they don't, then drop them and move on. Somebody, eventually somebody will say yes. There's two secrets. One, secret number one is ask someone to do something way far out in advance. (laughs) Well, no, like plan something like three weeks ahead of time four weeks ahead of time because it's going to be harder for someone to already have plans because like if people are turning you down because they have stuff to do that's understandable if you're always saying like hey i'm going to the movies tonight you want to come and they're like no i can't right like i don't often take people up on last minute invites because i like to plan stuff out so you, you just you just get so annoyed i don't get so annoyed i'm just like you're, you're asking me at 2 p.m. for a 3 p.m. movie? Are you are you crazy? Actually, I might jump on that. Like, if I didn't have anything to do, I might do it. But generally, I don't just take people up on last-minute offers. So plan something way out in advance. And the second secret is plan something that's so fun, no one's going to say no. True. Exactly. Like something that's amazing. Be like, hey, I got tickets to this thing that no one ever gets tickets to. A rodeo. A rodeo. I'm, I was my reference was a rodeo, and Hogan got that because we're rodeo buddies. No, like some some special events, you know, it's it's risky. Buy tickets, buy two tickets to a concert, and tell a friend, hey, I have an extra ticket to a concert. Right. You don't have to 
pay me back or say if you just you know buy me a drink at the the venue we'll call it good right you know go to again this is all stuff that you can't really do now yeah (laughs) but uh just plan something super fun that no one can say no to or plan something way out in advance or cast a wider net right you got to keep keep uh fighting the good fight yeah and uh, find social groups find your people Right. Find find people that are already doing the stuff you want to do that maybe you don't know and make new friends. Not that you aren't friends with your old friends still, but you're making other new friends. Yep. Is how I would say those stave off, that uh, kind of stuff. Agree. All right. Well, I hope that we advise the lonely hearted here. Hey! Did we do it? Did we complete the task? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> uh, well, that was it, was... it was an interesting talk. It wasn't like the most... Uh, how to describe it? It was the most upbeat, lighthearted or right. upbeat. But I think it's important that people know that it's okay to feel lonely and that you just you got to work through it uh, if you do. But thank you, Hogan, for helping me sort that. Uh, to our listeners, you can feel free to message us on Instagram at BrotherHQ or you can text us at 323. Text us if you're feeling lonely. Yeah, text if you're feeling lonely. We'll, we will text back. The number is 323-310-0762 or you can send us a good old-fashioned email at hello at brotherhq.com. And uh, check out Tanner on Twitch if you're feeling lonely. You can communicate with him directly while he's playing Minecraft or Mario Kart or whatever whatever game he's playing. Maybe he feels lonely when he plays Twitch, so give him a shout. I sure hope not. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you use and be sure to share infinite wisdom with anyone you deem worthy, which should be everyone. Until next time. Farewell. Thank you very much. (laughs)